Happy birthday, Christina. I know it. It's her birthday? Yes. Yeah, today's her oh, birthday. Happy birthday. I kind of miss her. Yeah. She's been quiet for a long, long time. The last time I saw her on Instagram, I didn't recognize her. It looked like a Kardashian. It looked wow. like Chloe and Kim had a baby, and her name was Christina, and she was showing us what she had in her purse. I had to shut it off. It's called Hollywood. Uh-huh. They all look, I mean, there is a look. There, there is, is a look. Is a look. Oh, there is. Well, in New York City on Friday night, there was this, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants reunion because... Um, America Ferrara and Grant, we had two of the four sisters. And we, we had, we had um, America Ferrara and Amber Tamblin. Wow. In, in studio. studio when the movie came out. That's and we cool. had the author on like two yep. years before that for, for her book. book, which was our first like young adult and novel. And Amber Tamblin's husband, but dad is was big with the Wolf Rescue Center up north in Ely, remember? Russ Tamblin. In, you know, yeah. a legend in, um, you know, West Side Story, her dad. Legend. Legend. One of the, da- you know, the dancer. Anyway, long story short, they were lovely. We were so excited to meet them. Oh. I'm sure we gave them nipples and told them who we were, uh, <laughs> like, no well, doubt. They but were all just starting their careers. They were. All of them. All of them were. And so Friday night... Um, America was uh, honored with the Critics' Choice Association Groundbreaker Award, particularly for her speech in Barbie that she gives, not a speech where she just lets loose about how sick she is of everything, everything, everything. And it's yep. just an epic, epic speech. So uh, all of her sisterhood women were there, Amber, Alexis Blydell, and Blake Lively, and they joined her, and we posted the photo, and it's just, oh, I would love to see something be written and just have a reunion of those oh, friends. Oh, they did Traveling Pants 1 and 2, I mm-hmm, feel like. Mm-hmm. And um, then Bennett, like Beckham, came out for Blake Lively, got really big. And then America Ferrara did something about Betty. Well, Ugly Betty came after Gossip Betty. Girl. But, oh, yeah, Gossip yeah. Girl. Oh, God. But, yeah, they all, you know, really, I mean, that was... Their careers took off. They yeah. were so young and cute. Very. So it's fun to see them back together. That's posted. Um, George Clooney, uh, watching an interview with him on Friday, Entertainment Tonight. And he told uh, Kevin Frazier that there isn't enough, there aren't enough drugs in the world uh, for him to ever play Batman again. He's just, he said, that ship has sailed. Mm -hmm. Never again. Never. And Kevin's like, come on, man. And he's just like, no. The Boys in the Boat, the movie that's coming out on Christmas Day, um, everybody who worked on it. I mean, can you imagine him being your boss, Mm. you know, and running the show? I think he let the people sit in chairs. Oh, I'm sure he did. Um, Where Bradley Cooper, when he was directing (laughs) Extra, didn't let people sit. But I bet it was so much fun. Yeah. He just seems so fun. He seems like such a fun guy. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And, you know, Brad Pitt, your boyfriend, turned 60 yeah. yesterday. I saw that. Happy yeah. birthday, Brad. Yeah. And so did you see Shania Twain? She she commented on, people did a little post uh, about it, and she pro- they did a, it, it's about it, That Don't Impress Me Much, much. about it, his movie. Yeah. And then she also, because that's her, That Don't Impress Me yeah. Much. Right. She put a little, she made that comment towards people's post for his birthday, which was fun. Oh, Brad. I, I wonder if he wished the year t- 2004 never happened. Probably, Julia. <laughs> yeah, if Probably. he could turn back time, mm-hmm. he would and have he never started a, in that movie. He just got a big tax bill from the French government mm-hmm. for Miravel. I just think he, if he could turn back time, he yeah. would have made But you know what? Then you don't have your kids. 
So that's the only thing, you know, although it doesn't seem like he sees like the kids don't they don't seem like. But we don't know. But we 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 don't don't know. know. Right. Well, here's something interesting about what we don't know, Lori. Okay, so, of course, um, I'm starting to feel about Barbara uh, talking about Barbara Streisand sometimes on how much we talk about um, Elvis sometimes. Mm -hmm. So Barbara is on my mind and I'm Mm -hmm. spending time with her right Mm -hmm. now in her book. But she was talking today about um, this producer that she worked with a lot on the TV specials that she did in the 60s. And I want to say he was one of the producers for Funny Funny Girl, the Broadway show. And did then she name him? Jerry something. Okay. I can't think of his last I didn't have time to do That's the research. Right. But anyway, he wants her to sign a three-picture deal. And she hasn't made Funny... Funny girl, funny lady, the movie yet, mm. and and her manager is saying, you know, do it. She's like, that's a lot. Yeah, and I don't Nobody really gets this. I don't want to sign for three pictures. Barbara's very particular, very mm. controlling. She didn't want to sign for three, and the manager says, well, you know, I don't know what to do um, because she's kind of hemming, hawing, and had her son, um, had her baby, and so the production time of doing the movie Funny Lady or Funny Girl was pushed back, and this. Producer guy starts leaking all the new women that are going to be considered to play the movie role. Yeah, to of, try and get her to to get her to sign. And she goes, he had such a good relationship with all the press, and so now he's got all these other mod- names of actresses out in the press trying to push me to sign. Mm-hmm. I thought nothing's changed. Yeah, you know, think of that you all can do the a way. Lot of, a lot of um, manipulating back then, fixing all of that, and she got paid two hundred thousand dollars, and she was going to get paid two hundred thousand dollars. This is nineteen sixty seven to do the movie, and then you know she said, well, she wanted a percentage of the sales, mm-hmm. and the producer guy says, well, two hundred thousand or five percent of the sales, whichever I decide. And this guy just sounds like a dink, and I wanted we should do a vintage on him someday. And so the movie comes out. It makes more, you know, 5% of the sales way an upside versus the $200,000. The movie producers just says, no, we're just going to give you $200,000. Well, she learned a valuable lesson. Don't do a movie without signing your contract first. But no, she had signed it, but she just thought this, trusted this guy would be kind to her. And then she got paid $200,000 for the next two movies. I mean, never an increase, never a raise. Poor lady, but people will leak, leak, leak. So when we see all these stories about different casting news and all that kind of stuff, if someone's mad at someone for not signing a contract, they're probably leaking all this other information out there. Well, this is not a game. Um, On Wednesday, mark our calendars. I'm just Ken. Merry Christmas, Barbie. We're getting a holiday version. Ryan Gosling and Mark Ronson have teased us and let us know the official Barbie Instagram sharing a teaser as Ryan and Mark are in the studio with the Christmas tree in the background. They're doing a Ken Christmas album? I'm just Ken. They're doing a festive version of the power ballad, I'm just Ken. Merry Christmas, Barbie. And of course, Ryan, you know, got his first Billboard Hot 100 with the original I'm Just Ken, which entered at number 87. And we've just, we've talked about this a lot, how the marketing of this movie Mm -hmm. was done so brilliantly, and Mm -hmm. yet this movie came out in May, Mm -hmm. and now we're they're still marketing it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they it's really December. are. I mean, it's it's an amazing. Did anyone watch it? Because it landed on Max this week, and you could watch it. Uh, yeah, I didn't did. watch it, did but Lily? I know people really did. who did. You yeah. did? Mm-hmm. Was it a first time for them, Lori? 
No, no, second oh, time. Okay. They've gone. Everyone I know saw it in the theater. Right. So, but my nieces took uh, like the eight-year-old that they didn't think she would it, catch it or get. Yeah, yeah they yeah. watched it at home. Yeah, they loved it, and she was like, "I found, I learned so much more." I mean, you know, there's so much in that movie. One, one of the interesting things, like with marketing this, and they did this with Barbie, and they did it with Wonka. And they did it if La La Land. Um, Hollywood doesn't like marketing musicals because people don't like going to musicals is what the th- thinking is. And we so, right. But you'll notice that movies that are musical, you never see in the trailer the musical numbers. For Barbie, we didn't see any any of that. Wonka, no singing. La La Land, no, we saw no singing. It's like, it's just a weird little thing to notice that they just don't even hint that it's a musical. And Wonka, does anyone know anyone who saw that? Because I think that's going to be a good thing to watch over the holiday. For sure. I'm planning on seeing that in the theater, but I want to go with um, maybe some younger people. Oh, 100%. But it it did very well, but people did not know that was a musical. So that was something that was like trending um, on social media. It was like, wow, nobody told me that Wonka was a musical. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's right. Hollywood will never tell you if a movie is a musical. Because musicals, people have a bad taste in their mouths, whether it's from the movie studio side, the PR side, people side. They're just like, no, don't don't show any any of that. Don't do it. Don't do it, people. You know, well, Barbie's available on Max if people have mm-hmm. that to stream, because mm-hmm. I actually like Grant said, Lily saw it again. I, I think it, it would again. be fun. Because there's so much you didn't catch the first time because you're just like, wow. Because we were in Barbie's world and that was just so perfect. Wow. The way it was captured. But anyway, the Barbie, Barbie's in the holiday spirit. So it's happening. We're going to get a little, I'm just Ken. Speaking of of musicals. He's having because he doesn't, he's always seemed like he was such a serious guy. It doesn't seem like he's having fun. We never see him anywhere. The press tour was over and, you know, he didn't even barely. He seemed like he was having fun in any of the cuts that we've seen. Oh, with promoting Greta, it with promoting, Mar- Margo, yeah, he yeah. does seem like he's having fun. Well, speaking of musicals, J Lo and Ben had uh, a lot of people in Hollywood over to their house for singing, and Car- and and Caroline and J Lo uh, was there. And was it her just then or her now? Well, no, it was her then <laughs> and now. Margot Robbie was there. Oh my Michael gosh. B. Jordan was there. Oh my gosh. Uh, Jennifer Lewis was there. Oh. Lily Rabe. It was a uh, Victoria Monet. All the children were there. I saw some snippets of J Lo um, singing, leading the group in Christmas songs. And let's just say I understand why J Lo hasn't put out a Christmas album. Oh, stop. maybe she has. Her voice is not the strongest. Oh, I'm going to leave it there. Lori, you're sounding like me. I'm just saying. It's beginning to look a lot like Not, Christmas. Yeah, but she was very festive and in a green sequin gown. And did we post those pictures? How fun that they're singing together! I think that would be a no, really we, fun. all we see is J Lo. It's just oh. her and a pianist. She's leading the group. She is the star. She never lets anyone else shine. No, I know, Julia. And I'm just saying. Grant is over there. I don't know what you're doing, Grant, but you're laughing. You're I can like see nodding. why she's <laughs> not put out a Christmas album. And maybe she has, but we've never she hasn't played. felt it. We've never played a J-Lo Christmas song.
I don't know that she has one out yeah. yet, Laura. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to co- take a quick break, and we're going to come back with the dirt. All right. El Burrito Mercado is in full festive mode. And listen, people, you know, maybe you just want to get out of the house and go have a lovely meal at El Burrito Mercado. They have dinner, they have lunch, and also they serve breakfast seven days a week, which would be totally cool. But if you're looking for, you know, you don't want to cook or you want to bring some great apps or some great food to someone's house or you're hosting, let them do the work for you yeah. at El Burrito Mercado, authentic Mexican yeah. food. You, It is the one-stop uh, shop for tamales, heat and eat. You can order hot for pickup, all of that stuff. Great hostess gifts. We love the shopping there. I love it. You can get a lot of beautiful things, you know, mugs, glassware, textiles, creative stocking stuffers. And really something different for the holidays this season. El Burrito Mercado is wonderful. People, I always die when you have their food. Let them take care of you at El Burrito Mercado this holiday season. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, what kind of dirt do you have for us today? Yes, today we are going to get into uh, some dirt surrounding Jonathan Majors. There's a lot of information about uh, his current trial that he was going through and his status with Disney. But uh, starting with the trial, he was found guilty earlier today. The actor was convicted of assault and harassment in a split verdict Monday following the March incident with his then-girlfriend, Grace. Uh, This was in New York City. However, he was acquitted of two other counts of assault and aggravated harassment. So uh, the verdict came about five hours after deliberations. Uh, this spanned about over three days. It was a kind of a quick trial, but and it was also quick for Disney to jump in and say, we're done. He is out at Disney moving forward with the MCU. This is a big deal. He had at least two major oh, movies in the works yeah. for him, being the Avenger movies that they were. he was a part of. Um, he was already a part of Ant-Man. He was a part of Loki Season 1. He was the main character in Loki Season 2. I mean, they have been building this whole MCU. There's stages. They're they're Mm. currently in stage four, five, and six all around him. And within hours, it took, I think, three hours with the verdict that a rep said he's out at at, at, uh, Disney. Oh, wow. Didn't take very long. No, it didn't. Nope. He's going to be sentenced on February 6th. This also, you know, not only with Disney and his, you know, he, he... just a rising star. Creed 3, he was potentially going to be coming back in that franchise with Michael B. Jordan because they were such close friends. That's up in the air right now. Um, but hey, you, you know, you do something bad like that, think bad things, you know, you're going to have to pay, you have to pay the Oh, oh boy. So. I, you know what? I knew like those text messages were That's, so damning. Yes, the, the text mm-hmm. messages that mm-hmm. she had on her phone and also, you know, the video of them um, outside the car. Yeah. And him trying to grab her and put her back in the car. And she testified that he would go into fits of rage, which you could see in those text messages. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you know, Jonathan has a lot of work to himself, I think, personally, that he needs to get done. And uh, and he doesn't have a publicist anymore and he doesn't have a manager. No, but his all- agency is stuck with him. In fact, his agent mm-hmm. testified at the trial. He did. Because majors did not take uh, the stand. The, the stand. Nope. And um, it does make me wonder a little bit. I mean, didn't Disney stick with that Ezra Miller and the law was after him and they didn't have enough people 
to make a case, but he was charged with keeping holding people like prisoners yeah. at his farm in Vermont and assaulting. I was in Hawaii last year yeah. when he was arrested in Hilo. Yeah, that wasn't Disney because that's, oh, that's, that that's 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 um, uh, DC, which oh, is um, know, Sony okay. Pictures or something. Okay. But in the same light, for what he was doing, they've stuck behind him and they they continue to stick behind Ezra Miller. I don't understand why. With well, what, you know, he this, better count himself lucky if yeah. he wants to keep acting. Oh, Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. I mean, devotion. I mean, he was. That makes just, me sad. He, me too, because he was on the rise. He's such an amazing actor. And if you watch Loki season two, he was playing different variants of himself. So you've got to play six different. It's just his acting yeah. is amazing, but that does not take away from the bad things that he has done. I mean, if I were his publicist, and of course today wouldn't be the day, but if I were, I mean, he could actually be a man who steps up and says, I have a problem yes. with yeah. being a controlling, aggressive, mm-hmm. bullying, intimidating. I mean, he could own it. Yeah. And like put a face to it if he wanted to. It'll be very divisive. He should. But yeah. I mean, it's, amongst, too, it's too soon it's right now. But I mean, there hasn't ever been anybody. We never bullying and yeah. being emotionally abusive and verbally abusive is like way harder than the physical abuse. I bet it would have been clearer to this woman to leave him if that hadn't happened sometimes because the emotional and verbal abuse, and he seemed like he's very, oh, yeah. yeah, and like he could, he could, he could address that. Yeah, he, he could. doesn't have to be he that doesn't, person. He doesn't. He could, but he needs to sit back for a minute. Yeah, I, think I mean, he's got to get sentenced now. He's got to get sentenced, and I think Disney also has to reevaluate. They've been struggling. We, you know, with a lot of their movies lately. There's been a lot of the, the whole the MCU. This could be a good thing for them to just yeah. take a break. Take a time out, reset everything, and and kind of dr- just go away from it because they're. I guess I it. I would think I would think I wish Disney had handled this better. They didn't need to do this today. I know they've had crisis meetings, yeah. for the last two months mm-hmm. about this. What were we going to do with the verdict? And they probably made this decision two months ago. But I don't know. Yeah, it seems to be a lot at once. But it, yeah, like no one was really asking. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on over at Disney. They have fired the writers for the for the two uh, Avenger movies that oh, are supposed have. to be the biggest thing. Yet they're still in production. I mean, it's it's chaos over there right now. Okay. I really think that this is going to be a moment where they're going to sit down and reevaluate, and they're going to come out with a new timeline and everything. But but they could have just done nothing. They could have. You're right about that. today. You're, especially. You're right. right here. Yeah. It's right before Christmas. I mean, they already look like a holes and yeah. all this kind of stuff. I would have voted. I would have voted. Doing nothing and waiting till after letting some of the some of it blow over and yeah. wait until January because it just brings a whole nother spotlight and we're just thinking oh yeah Disney you know mm-hmm. you're gonna kick this guy when he's already down because it does seem to me like he's got a problem he does he does have a problem he's got a problem and they also had a problematic relationship That's the true. two of them yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's... Oh, boy. And and he's still carrying his teacup every day to court. He brought his cup and a Bible. He brought a cup to court. He lost his publicist. I would have told him, don't remind people. Of when we liked you. Well, Well, of that, the, the... The sentiment behind it, it felt like, oh, don't oh. use grandma like that. Yeah. At Learning 
Training RX, what, when you think about it, the one-on-one training, we always talk about that, but when you think about for how you learn and how you think, it is genius because the way they're working, the way they transform how you're going to learn and think with the power of brain training, they're helping kids build the early learning skills, including foundational skills for reading and math. So, And that's probably the thing they help the most with is reading, but it's not like tutoring. Right. So don't think of it that way because it is a series of exercise. It is strength, almost like you one-on-one at a gym. Exactly. And and really, so many people have had so many successes there. We have piles of testimonials from um, listeners whose children or themselves have gone through the program. It works. And when you're talking about the one-on-one brain training, it is a series of exercise scientifically proven that helps the brain learn how to learn and retain it works i've got good news and more good news oh fantastic so remember uh when this app first started we were very intrigued cougar life it's a dating app for people who are looking for what we call age gap relationships in the sexual therapy world Okay. okay Cher's got a wonderful age gap relationship going on with her 37-year-old to her 77. And the reason why that age gap works is they're both at good ages. He's not 27. Right. Yeah. He's or 37. Okay. Yeah. He is a grown-ass man. Okay. So right. Cougar Life, which was a dating app created a number of years ago for the modern woman who is looking for age gap uh, relationships. And um, Cougar Life is giving us really some good information. Um, and what they were looking for is where is where is it a male-based sex ratio? In other words, where is there an abundance of men compared to women? Oh, okay. all right, tell us. Well... I don't at a hockey game. Well, yeah, at a hockey, but the the top U.S. cities that are age gap dating hotspots. Okay, in case anyone's doing any travel. That's right. But coming in at number eight is Minneapolis. Hey-oh. Minneapolis. We, uh, yes, there is a lot. There are a lot. There's a lot of interest um, in age gap relationships. Cougar Life is doing booming business. The top three cities, of course. Miami, okay, Orlando, okay, Las Vegas, Atlanta, okay. and the thing about those cities is, if you think about it, well, Florida, yeah, people, sure. number of older women with access to resources and mm-hmm. time to pursue relationships with men for the sake of the just being with the man, not looking for a father, a husband, to marry, anything like that. You're not looking for that. And, um, you know, Vegas and Atlanta are places where, you know, beauty and, um, you know, having, again, the age difference works because these cities also, the you know, the signups, the younger, these are, these are the men are there too. Okay. And men are more likely in these cities to be open to alternative, non-cookie-cutter types of relationships since their pool of partners, they've really got a big pool of partners. Because anyway, so I just thought if you are a woman in the Twin Cities, 
you need to check out Cougar Life. We've got a lot of guys that potentially are interested in your sexual attractiveness and experience. <laughs> okay? The, the crowd is silent right now. Yeah. The phones are ringing. Please well, call us, and Lori will do your ad. And, and for women, the women, that's right. The sexual stamina is attractive to us. The attractiveness is attractive. And, and the as op- Jane Fonda says, I don't like old skin. Yeah, and the open-mindedness <laughs> of a mm-hmm. younger person. Um, and 70%, 77% of Cougar Life users, men, and 54% of randomly sampled American men say that a woman's emotional maturity is one of the most attractive parts of dating someone older mm-hmm. than you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. And you know, my my girlfriend is younger. Right. That was what turned me on the mo- one of the things that turned me on about her is her maturity for her being at such a young age. Right. You know, yeah, when I met right. her, she was in her early twenties and ten times more mature than I was, yeah. which was actually very attractive to me. So yeah, Minneapolis is an age gap dating hotspot, uh, according to Cougar Life. Cougar Life, got to get the app then, right? Now, yes. Now I've also got other news for Minnesota. Courtesy of Pornhub, I love when they do their most popular. They drill it down. I hate to use that bad pun. Thank you, but uh, they can distill a lot of information yes, state by state and things by thing. And it's official. Porn is in the golden era. Older women are all the rage of adult entertainment, according to this new data. From Pornhub. You ask, what? Tell me more? Okay. People are, the mature category is now the most seventh viewed worldwide. And it surged by a staggering, this probably made up, but 69% according to the Pornhub. Searches with the word GILF. Mm-hmm. Grandma, I'd like to blink, yep, yep. is spiked by a significant 168%. Is this the Golden Bachelor effect on Pornhub? I said I was I just don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pornhub was unable to explain the seemingly random rise in the popularity of looking for quote-unquote older content. Um, but yeah, there it is. It, I mean, something that had about the same... It it grew um, by that much. Uh, the terms "big," "bigger," and "biggest." Oh, okay. okay, people lo- huge was only sixty seven percent. The word "soldier" went up three hundred and thirty two percent. All I can say is, is that the terrible fascination with the wars in the world. I don't know. Soldier. I don't that's, know. That's a weird fascination. Um, Chat GPT. We've got a lot of robot requests that grew by three hundred percent. That's probably the most alarming that I found. Um, and uh, and who is the most prolific users of Pornhub? You ask. What country? Australia. Okay, you got to guess. Um. No, I, 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 Canada. I don't know. The United well, States uh, yeah. by a landslide, you guys. Yeah. All right. I, as soon as I said Australia, I'm like, you, we're perverts here. It's got to be. Us. Oh, no. It is. It is. We're like 70% of Pornhub's traffic <laughs> comes from America. Go, 
go out and have sex. Don't watch it, people. That's yeah, right. that's right. Now, by state, like the term searched more often. Is this clean? Well, in Minnesota, we're simply looking for tickling. Tickling. That is. That's clean. We've got to do better. Okay. Wisconsin has swingers. They've done better. Okay. They're swinging. We're tickling. Do you see the problem here, people? I'm okay with tickling. All right. <laughs> I'm okay with tickling. It's South Dakota is looking for shower sex. Okay. Iowa has very bad news. At least we don't have this. Cartoon porn. Oh, that's... Okay. Ooh, Iowa. That's, that's uh, horrible. Yeah. Why am I so uncomfortable right now? I don't know. Oh, you God. always get uncomfortable yeah. when you yeah, I guess. Here. Um, California is looking for Asian stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon's looking for nudist. Nudist. Okay. okay. Washington is very nice. Sensual sex. That's oh, a nice that one. Is, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nevada, they just simply Google Vegas. They want to know where they can go get <laughs> where it. Where the action is. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any. Uh, Pennsylvania just wants big boobies. Virginia wants smoking. Oh, that's very a, interesting. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, that's a that's, that's weird. Something I don't ever want to see while watching. In Kentucky, that. would like more bouncing boobs, please. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and Minnesota makes the top ten list for spending the longest time online with Pornhub. We're a whopping eleven minutes. I'm telling people go out, experience your life. <laughs> Go have sex instead of watch it. Maryland is 11 and a half minutes. So we're making lists today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Gary. I'm 72, <laughs> and I'm your first ever Golden Bachelor. What I hope oh, I do think that that might have something to do with the maturity aspect. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. You never know. Anyway, uh, that's, that's kind of, you know, I, I was very excited to share. I love when people release end-of-year types of summaries. There's a ton of them, Lori, I know. For sex stuff, yeah. I know, but yeah. then you just added in your disclaimer for sex stuff. Sex stuff, <laughs> yeah, it's the sex stuff. I'm waiting for the apps to drop the information. What are we doing online? Well, we're looking for younger and older, and we're tickling. But if you go over to Wisconsin, you're swinging. It's only 30 minutes away. <laughs> there you go. Oh, good Lord. I know. Good Across Lord. the river. I know, I... Shall uh, we move on? Yeah, I think I think so. I, I mean, think... I could do one more story. No, okay. No, nope. right. nope, we're <laughs> done. <All right. laughs> no, we're at one state threw us for a loop. I think that was California. We're going to take a quick break, <laughs> and we'll be right back. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us on Monday. We don't forget. One week from today is the big that Christmas, big holiday. I know Christmas Day is happening. Christmas Day. I'm so excited because we're going to have a two and a half year old wake up in our house. Oh, well, I'm dying. I you have the fun oxytocin of having a little baby around yeah. and a little toddler. That's so fun. It is yeah. so fun. I'm really kind of excited about that. I would, little, of course, I would die. Yeah, because I don't know. Casey and I were gone last year for Christmas. Yes, we went you were. to see my mom, and so we didn't. I just this two and a half year old age phase is. It's delicious. Very Christmas is exciting. for children. Very exciting. Christmas is for children. Yeah. It is so much more fun was, having little ones. I was going to say, so if you, you, because you had little ones, would yep. you say it was more enjoyable watching your little ones or enjoying it as a little one yourself? Oh, watching them watching for crying them. out loud. Yeah, they, yeah. they are, they yeah. were rock stars and everything. Everything yeah. was better with them. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's so fun cool. because it, 
you know, we're all so old now, but you have the you have the youth in your your family. You know what I mean? A two and a half year old Bruce. He's just you know, just he's delicious, and so I'm very excited <laughs> just to. Just to hang. They're so cute, Lori, and they say the best things. Yeah. It's so much and fun. And I do love, you know, I do love putting out cookies and milk for Santa. Mm-hmm. You know. You'll have a helper. I'll have a helper. Okay, so Mariah Carey wrapped up her 12-city mm-hmm. tour. 12 cities. It was the first time she did a Christmas oh. tour. And, you know, am I the only one who's seen Mariah here? Yeah. In I've concert? Never, I've never seen her You're live. right. You have. Yeah, never. In are. Vegas. Yeah. At Caesars. I remember. And one of the things I was struck by was how little movement I remember there was. this. That she and they just stood and sang, and she mm-hmm. got carried around. Well, this was so funny. So she wrapped up her show. It was in Madison Square Garden uh, last night. Um, she performed, and somebody posted a video of her, and she's dressed like a, in a Nutcracker corset, you mm-hmm. know, a one-piece bodysuit yeah, yeah. with her tights on, and a little video of her in... Woman writes, I haven't seen Mariah Carey perform in years. I love her pants and her dancing is on spot. <laughs> she has no pants on and she's not even moving. She doesn't move. <laughs> she is like such a great diva. She just stands there and her dancers move around her as if she thinks will think she's Lori, I remember when you told me that when you went and saw her and I just thought I just I I kind of just love that about her. I know. She's she is. But can you imagine hearing her sing? I mean, that would be so fun for the holidays. Yeah. Speaking of, we have sad, sad news about Celine Dion. Um, Oh, Celine! This is so sad. Yeah. Tell us, Grant. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, No, it's uh, her sister came out to say, you know, give us a little bit of update on her health, and her sister said that it's she. uh, She's sharing heartbreaking news. she has lost control of her muscles. Um, this in this debil- debilitating condition has worsened over time. Uh, what breaks my heart is that she's always been disciplined. She's always worked hard. Our mother always told her, "You're going to do it well. You're going to do it properly." Okay, I have a question for Celine's Celine's sister. Why is she talking to a That's newspaper? What I'm, she's talking to Parade Magazine. Oh, mm-hmm. she is. All right. And, and she maybe she has her sister's permission. Deaf person syndrome's diagnosis that she has. It's an incurable disease, and your nerves attack your muscle. There's nothing to be done for it. And vocal cords are a muscle, heart is a muscle. But I just wonder if Celine is okay with all this HIPAA disclosure, or if she's just... Yeah, good point. If this is how she kind of wants stuff to be known, because... I mean, we saw Celine when she sister, went with her boys to the hockey game in Las Vegas. Right, her sister wouldn't be doing this. Well, I don't know. She's got if like she, twelve of them. No, Julia. but but I mean, her sister. But this is the sister that lives with her that she talked about lives oh, with her and right. takes care of her. Right. And oh. she says, "I, you know, um, I don't give you permission to disclose any health things about me. I'm just telling you that up front <laughs> and right now. I don't want yeah, any. That's good. Any stories, Julia." Just FYI. Mm-hmm. I'll make I, up things. I'll tell two truths and a lie. Please do. Please do. But I, anyway, I just, I did wonder. I thought, but yeah, it is the same sister who was. Who's been speaking. Out, you know, well, we saw her at, you know, the Las Vegas well, hockey game. Well, that's what I just said. Yeah. Uh, hockey game. Not too long ago. No. But, you know, again, people have good days and bad days. Yep. It, this sounds like a terrible, terrible disease. And it's just. Tragic. It's called stiff person syndrome, terrible. and like maybe twelve hundred people in all of the world have it. And I'm sure Celine has got like 
people, you know, like she's probably funding some scientific oh, things. Oh, I'm sure. But when it's like this rare, I just think, ugh. And she's got young kids still, you know, that she's still trying to be strong for and be a mom for. And you know, that's, that's got to be hard. Our oh. songbird. Oh. Yeah. I'm s- so glad I went to that concert at be- the Target Center. My, my, Where were you that I was you out of go? town. I was out of town because otherwise I would have gone. You know that. My and- mom missed two, two shows in Vegas. Both times she flew out there and she had to cancel. Mm. I missed one because I was too sick to travel oh. in Vegas. Mm. And then when she was here at the time, and I remember you told me no. you made me go. I did make you go. You made me go. You I'm said like, you I, have to. I, she doesn't tour. She hasn't been never by. Tours, and, she never does this. And I've died to see her my whole life. And, and it I, was amazing. Oh. I, and I was so, I felt like I could have eaten crow about like I, that I would did not appreciate you never like, did. the extraordinary thing of her voice. So she's, she's got a blessing. And if you want to just her holiday album, these are special times is about the best really? album. Every single song on it. And mm-hmm. when she sings the prayer, I mean, she, and Oh, Holy Net and Avi Marie. She's, yeah, she's we, beautiful. Yeah. She's well, beautiful. We hate, we That's just sad. But what would you, can you imagine being diagnosed with something that there's no cure? There's no nothing. You're just sitting there and you're like, Oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I don't know. That just sounds yucky, yucky, yucky. Well, speaking of yucky, um, um, I, I don't know if this is a good transition or not, but um, this idea of walking around in sock oh. shoes is not taking off for me. Not at all. Are we talking Kanye West again? No, now we're talking about um, this uh, an influencer by the name of Alexander Wolf mm-hmm. in Aspen, and she's walking around with Maurizio Umansky from Beverly Hills Housewife in her sock shoes. Can we just talk about when sock <laughs> shoes first came out and they were called water socks? Yeah, water socks. Oh, yeah. yeah and, socks. and how ugly they were, and you could split the big toe from the five, four, right, four right, digits, right. you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. the sock shoe... Just Not enough support. Aqua socks. And, and why are you Nails? trying to get attention for your feet? I, I don't in know. Aspen. In Aspen. And when you're dating, you're, is she dating? Well, she's just stepping out with him. She probably said, can I walk with you to the... Can I walk in my socking feet? Next because to you because they'll take I'll, your picture and yeah, I'll be paid $20,000 for my post. Yeah. I'm wearing them tomorrow. <laughs> I'll never forget I got a pair of these... Sock shoes, but they were actually Nikes and they were shoes because we used to do a lot of water stuff and teaching your kids to water skin stuff and you want to wear, you know, you're always... At camps, I think we were required to have yes, aqua yes. socks. Ca- canoeing in the bunny rush, yeah, you need a you had to. Yeah, You hated a pair I have. I think they just made it out in the garbage just not too long ago. They were navy blue oh. Nikes and you're like, what are you doing with that on? And I said, <laughs> what else are you supposed to wear in the water? Oh, I mean, you need, you know, sometimes you need a nice... Sock shoe. Oh my god! You gosh. need the bottom. You need the bottom. Yeah. Oh. Those colors, the aqua socks would come in too. Remember, you get like neon because it was Just, late nineties or late eighties, no, no. early nineties. I, I got we, an we image way earlier. I got an image uh, that, for both of you. I we I got to find the photo of my dad in Puerto Vallarta in his yellow um, banana hammock oh god. bathing I've suit with, up against the tree with <laughs> up against with, the tree with beads in. Okay, yep. Bo Derek beads. And aqua socks. Yes. Please find it. Oh, please. And I'm like, Dad, what are you doing? He's like, I'm looking pretty hot, aren't I? I'm like, I don't know what to say about any of this. Because he had on the socks. I feel like they were lime. And then the yellow banana hammock uh, bathing suit, like a Mark Spitz or a swimmer mm-hmm. would wear. And then, yeah, his Bo Derek braids. Oh, man. Which he, you know, 
I had a nice lady braid for him, and they were all colored beads. I think if my dad ever went to get braids, I would tell him that he has gone off the rocker, and we're not talking. Yeah. Just for, was... We're going to take a little break till you figure out who your identity is right now. Oh, it was classic. <laughs> classic. All right, have a good night, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. Lori and Julia. Job done. Off you go.